Good morning, good afternoon, good night. It's Xavi. If you know me, I'm happy you're here. If you don't, I converted a moving truck into a tiny home amidst the pandemic, gave up my place, and hit the road. Starting in Vancouver, I drove to Miami and realized that there was too much adventure not to share. So to fill you in on my journey, the Play On Foundation presents the Two Degrees Podcast. Why two degrees? Because I'm now a snowbird and escaping two degree weather. I built the truck wrong and the majority of the weight is on the passenger side, so we're tilted at two degrees. But also, I'm going to catch up with industry professionals who I'm glad to call friends and bring you two degrees of separation away from them and what they do. So, welcome to the Two Degrees Podcast, brought to you by the Playon Foundation for Neurological Research and Brain Aneurysm Detection and Prevention. To learn more about the Playon Foundation, check out www.letsplayon.org. But for now, enjoy the show. But first, a quick word. Do you like mangoes? <laughs> of course you do. And if you don't, well, I'm sure there's a high chance you might know someone who does. Well, the Two Degrees Podcast is sponsored by Peeled Fruit. No, not just random fruit that's been peeled, but the children's book about a mother's love language of peeling mango for her baby. Available for delivery on bookbaby.com, bookshop.org, Barnes & Noble, Powell's, and Amazon, just to name a few of the retailers. It even ships worldwide. Check out at Peeled Fruit Book on Instagram for more information on how to get your copy of this heartwarming story. Peeled Fruit, illustrated by Rhoda Domingo. No, man, I, I realize I have a hat, so I'm going to wear it. Is, is the hat like a spoiler? What's that? Is the hat a spoiler? No, I'm just okay. lazy and cozy. <laughs> <laughs> how are you man where have you been i'm doing good um where have i was that the question where have i been shit where are you i should say like no i'm tracking you kind of i'm currently in las cruces mexico new mexico new mexico new mexico where the mexican food has been bliss so new. far and then tomorrow is tuesday and me and Monique are going to Taco Tuesday at this insanely delicious spot that we tried. We went there yesterday. No, we went there Friday. And then we couldn't even finish it. And what we got was less cost than the taco platter. So we're going for the taco platter. And we're just going to see how that all goes. How much was the taco platter? Um, the taco platter is twenty-five dollars with four beers. I hear another voice. Hi, hi, Monique. Is that you? This is her. Yeah, she's she's getting breakfast ready. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you. All right. Uh, uh, let's, let's, how's how's traveling? What's that like? Or yeah, let's get started. And then you let's can, get started, and then we'll we'll, we'll ramble here. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Two Degrees Podcast, brought to you by the Play On Foundation. And here we are still in Las Cruces, Mexico, but today we have a different guest. And I don't even think, like, I need to mention how incredible this person is because this 
person <laughs> has had such a profound effect on the trajectory of my acting journey and essentially has been a catalyst to me being able to have this lifestyle and live in a truck that I've converted into this tiny home. But everybody, Alex Malari Jr., how are you doing, buddy? Good, man. That's that's a wicked intro for a Monday morning, man. Right? <laughs> I you're, wake you're, up actually my, you're my first um, morning interview. And it's like... Every, and especially because we're we're two hours behind you, so it's earlier for us here. But yeah. hey, gotta get the gotta get the content. <laughs> you're always you're always you've always been the morning guy, anyways. Between us two, what? Yeah, man, I with your Muay Thai training and all that. That's that was that a, doesn't count though, because like I'm a morning I'm could... a morning person just as much as you're a morning person because we'll wake up when it comes to work. Hmm. But I love because I'm a dad. <laughs> I would like to sleep. <laughs> but between dad and being in my 30s, I just feel like everything keeps happening earlier and earlier, That's including my bedtime. When was the last time you got to sleep in? Mm. I don't know. I like I have the opportunity to sleep in on on weekends, hmm. but. I just can't. My body's not conditioned to do it anymore. It's, it sucks. It sucks, but that's okay, man. Whatever. We all have 24 hours in a day. What are you going to do with it? <laughs> I've come to the realization that that quote was invented by a rich man to keep the poor man exhausted. Pro- probably. Because probably. that sounds like the. Uh, the, the foundation of every capitalist plan. <laughs> yeah. Where it's just like, all right, we're going to overwork the underpaid and then tell them that they're not working hard enough. Yeah, that's definitely. I'm going to go sleep though. <laughs> it's so true, then when you wake man. up early and then Lonzo's not there. Ooh, spoiling. Um, what's, what's your go-to thing? Because you, you don't go back to bed then. You, you start your day, I'm assuming. No. Hmm. Yeah. Always start with... Um, I try to get a liter of water, um, drank, and then move on to coffee. And then lately, it's been um, yoga because I injured my back. So I did a month of yoga, and that's been great. Um, and I have an awesome osteopath I've been seeing. He's uh, he's fixed me up nicely. So I'm going to hit workouts actually after this. I'm going to go back to working out. And, and I had to take a mental health break, man. I've just been been exhausted. Been a been a demanding year. Fill me in on that because mental health is definitely something that I always try to incorporate and and push. Um, like I had an interview um, a couple days ago, and then they're like, "What's uh, what's something that you can tell people?" And my answer to that was like, "We need to push the narrative that it's okay to not be okay." As cliche as that sounds, it's not mainstream enough Mm -hmm. where people still aren't accepting that fact. So like, what's, what's your, what was your mental health breakdown into renewal? Like, um, I I developed alopecia. Um, is that, is that how you say it? Develop 
LP. I don't know, yeah. man. Whatever. I, I, I it happened. Lost hair in patches, man, and, and it was all stress related. Um, and that's when I realized, okay, I gotta, I gotta. Why won't out. you just so, accept that this is my look, and you just gotta be bald? <laughs> <laughs> you take it, man. You that? No, I can't. I couldn't grow hair for the life of me. Like as far mm. as like in those di- different patches, it was scary, man. Yeah. It was scary because one thing that I've always, you know, taken pride in is my hair. I, mm-hmm. You know, you just grow up and you get these compliments like, oh, my God, you know, got a lot of hair. You know, and, yeah. it, and it grows quickly. And, and then all of a sudden, my body's not doing what it usually does. And it puts you in this zone of this mental zone of just am I am I breaking down am i uh am i less than what i was and and i ne- i needed to take a break I, I mean i leaned out like crazy so that the diet and the working out that was demanding as hell and then super um, lean for the movie yeah hmm. i didn't even need to do that it was <laughs> just one of those you're an action here like the pressure is there the pressure is there to look a certain way and to feel like you have to look a certain way and to feel like that there's the standard you have to keep up with. And, and reality is just really isn't there. That, mm. that standard is there. It was nice to get there. Mm. And even when I got there at my leanest point, I was wondering if um, I didn't even see it. It would photograph a certain way and it would look a certain way mm. um, on camera and everything. But it, when I looked in the mirror, I, I still didn't feel anything, but there's, there's no feeling. And, and I'm sure you can attest to this, like getting to the positions that we're in right now, uh, career wise, you know, you thought that, I don't know, I'm, I should speak for myself. I thought that there was going to be a feeling of like, okay, cool. So this is, this is going to click right at some point. I'm, and I'm still looking around, like is something going to click where it doesn't, where it feels different, but it's, yeah, I've come to a place of realizing it's really all internal work. It comes back down to the alchemist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stop no, looking. That. Yeah. It's right there. Yeah. It's inside. Talk to me about that. Cause in regards to this industry and us being mm. from Toronto, um, I don't know if you felt it, but I felt it where as much as I love the compliments from all of our friends in Toronto that are from the industry and are getting in and that comment of, Oh, you've made it where in what you just said, where it's like, you're waiting for something to click, but then it doesn't. Cause that's where I feel like I've been sitting for a long while. Is that, is that also something that you're relating to or, or have you felt like you've, gotten past a certain point when you're getting all these compliments of oh yeah you've made it you you no um i think i've gotten past a certain point in the sense of just accepting that it's work Mm. accepting that it's work and it's very fun um and it's and it's exhausting. It has, it's not all happiness and roses and just 
always passion. It's just work. It's just regular life. Yeah. Um, I'm not always passionate about it. Not always passionate about the roles that I read for. I'm not always enthusiastic about it. I'm not always okay with it. And, and I've come to accept that. Um, but that doesn't take away from the passion I have for the entirety of it. The, like all the work, I, you know what I mean? Like I, I watch Ashley, my partner, she says hi, by the way. And so does Alonzo. Um, yo, 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 I watch yo. her chip away. Sorry. Oh, I was just giving them a yo, yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll let them know. Um, I see her chip away at, at her art and it's, it's cool to see it come from a place of you see a blank canvas and then all of a sudden there's this hyper real um, man or woman or concoction of species. And there are parts that she doesn't like, for example, hands. She absolutely hates drawing hands, but she's good at it. She hates drawing hands, but she loves the entirety of the, the work. And that's how I feel about it, of, of, about the um, career. And, and I, I've come to that place where I can accept that it's just work. And I'm very passionate about what we do as artists. Um, but there are things that I'm not going to like about it. And I'm okay with that now. And as far as things clicking, I'm okay that there is no feeling and that feeling can only come from me of just saying, you know what? I, I accept that there is no feeling. I accept that I'm very fortunate to have the opportunities that I have and to um, walk the path that I'm walking right now. And I, I pray that um, I always walk with conviction and always walk with purpose and integrity and, you know, hold on to myself. Um, one thing I've found, and, and I know you have, we've had conversations about it, is that we've lost friends along the way. And, and not in the sense of like loss the way we've lost a friend. You know, not, not Nate kind of loss, but like they become other people. Yeah. And it's, and, and it's sticking to who you are, your true essence is, that's what has helped me as an artist and as a, as a working artist. I feel that. I feel that. Now, with that last thing you just said, because um, right now I'm talking with another friend of mine, and they're going through that phase. And what can you do to help keep that essence when everything around you like seems to be different how do you maintain keeping your essence be unapologetic with who you are like really really fight for yourself really fight for who you are it's okay to say no you're not gonna get blacklisted because that's that's oh my gosh that's what it is man it's <laughs> it's this fear yeah of and desperation to be a part of something that really isn't there. It's not really a community anyways, in my experience anyways. And like, we support each other. We know each other. We see each other on set. We say, hi, hello, how are you? I love your work. Love what you do. You love mine. Thank you. Um, Nobody said that to you. Stop it. 
<laughs> but there's nothing there that you're going to get shunned from. Like you got to be a real, real shit show to, yeah. to get shunned from something. Um, and I think it's specifically Canadian actors um, and artists overall. Not all of them. You have the very few brave ones who stick to their guns and stick to the vision and, and hold on to their true essence. Um, Thank you. And, and, it, and really, you're welcome, X. I'm talking about you. I'm joking. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, just, just be unapologetic with who you are and, and really, really get to know that person. Because, I mean, you can't hold on to something you have no idea what you're holding on to. You know what I mean? It's like trying to hold water in your hands. It, it's just it's going gonna, gonna to fall out eventually. It's not, it's, you got to figure out who you are. Mm. Get your cup. Fill that stick to it and any overflow share that with the world but figure out who you are first and then hold on to that essence by being unapologetic about who you are say no stand your ground you don't have to do it all you don't always have to say yes you'll be fine the production will move on you will move on everything will be great yeah can you tell me about a no that not saying that you regret but you think about it is there a no that's like ah man maybe because the project was just cool and then something didn't work out and but was is there like i should have said no no that you did say no and like like, oh Mm. man it would have been cool like it's not that you regret it but it would have been cool if you were if you ended up being a part of something no no Mm. i i don't have that yet Mm. And the reason why is because I just learned the power of saying no and holding my ground. This is a very recent thing for me. It's I have been very much a yes man Um, because of my lack of experience. You know, I just wanted to continue on. I always wanted to pick up the phone when it rings and, and go because I'm so desperate to, get to this place where these projects are just all I want. And it's, mm. I get to do everything that I want to do. Um, it sounded very bratty and, and it made it sound that way because it is, it is a very bratty mentality. Um, and then a desperate mentality, which is, which is fine, but there's a thin line between desperate and passionate. And, uh, I'm, I'm still working on that. I have a lot of, uh, reflecting to do when it comes to that and I, and I do it as often as I can and um, I'm continually trying to progress in this direction that I'm uh, that I'm on right now um, but yeah no I haven't said no to something where I should have said yes or regret or think about just because I have not been that type of person uh, yeah. this is very new yeah fair nice now after all this serious talk at the nah. beginning, um, let's talk about what you're working on. Because <laughs> Ginny and Georgia coming back. It's, yeah, Ginny and Georgia season two. We're filming that right now. Nice. Um, but the earliest thing I have coming out, I think, is a web series that uh, <laughs> uh, Simu and I are executive producers on called Hello Again. Um, it's a, uh, it's a K-drama inspired um, 
web series. I think it'll be a Valentine's Day release for CBC Gem. Um, and how many episodes? It was, it was nine or ten. I can't remember. Listen, we did twenty-page days and 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 five days, so it's a hundred pages in five days. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was that's very the so most. <laughs> it was it was the most demanding, demanding emotionally dialogue wise because I had one, I had maybe one or two scenes off. Mm. Um, it was very emotional. It's um, it's another time. It's a time traveling situation. It's it's a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It's a rom com, uh, K drama inspired. Everyone. Um, like the writers, the producers, all Asian. Nice. The craft, craft table was Asian as hell. We had ramen, we had nori, we had bubble tea. That's so fun. Um, and that was that was amazing, man. And Natalie Young um, co-wrote, um, co-created with Simu. Um, Teresa Ho, wonderful 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 producer and she just knows how to get it she's from uh she was producing on frankie drake mysteries that was called yeah yep. um yeah man just uh just just a power lineup of asian women making things happen uh Mel- exactly. melanie chung was our director and she was great um yeah yeah so i'm really excited about that uh just to be in the rom-com world um after that, what what is happening? The Adam Project, um, obviously, an awesome ensemble there with uh, Sean Levy and Ryan Reynolds having their success from Free Guy. They teamed up again to do the Adam Project, and um, that's starring Ryan Reynolds, Zoe Saldana, Catherine Keener, Mark Ruffalo, Jennifer Garner, uh, Walker Scoble. Wicked, wicked actor that kid, um, and I he somehow that, he managed did that monologue or there. something. In the like, I think um, yes, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, the Deadpool oh. monologue. Yeah, and they loved it. They loved yeah. it. And he's uh, he's now corrupted by Ryan. Um, he once he, he had a sh- he had a sh- fair shot at a wicked childhood. Mm. Comes yeah. along Ryan. <laughs> Uh, man, he just ruins everything. <laughs> no, I love that guy, man. He's a wonderful leader. I, I learned a lot working with, with that entire cast. You can't Canadian. help but learn. Walker's not Canadian. No, he's, okay. he's American. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had the, the Canadian trifecta there with um, Sean being from Montreal, Ryan from Vancouver, and then um, obviously myself from Toronto. So we got to complete that. So hopefully that's some sort of jacked. Sean is jacked? Yeah. He is not jacked. Sean Levy? Levy? Yeah. yeah. No. No? No. Who are you thinking about? If you think Sean Levy is jacked, I... <laughs> I got. I got to call him and tell him that you just said that he's jacked. <laughs> now, now you got me thinking. Who am I thinking of? Look him up. Look him up. Okay. Real quick, I'm on hold. Or you have another device here? Okay. You know you yeah, podcasters yeah, yeah. have all sorts of devices. Of course we do. We got to. 
No, definitely not picking him. <laughs> but Sean Levy's great. <laughs> not just not Jack. He is great, man. Listen, he is a he's a beast of a producer, but but an incredible, 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 incredible director. Mm-hmm. And to watch him and Ryan work together, it's no wonder why Free Guy did what it did yeah. and is doing what it's doing. Um, so I'm excited to to see uh, what comes of the Adam Project. Mm-hmm. Um, then after that, well, Transplant Season 2 is supposed to come out at some point. I, I don't know when that's coming out. So I did an episode on that. That one was fun. Working Mom still um, going on? What's that? Working Mom still going on? Isn't Don't you still have more episodes coming out there? Yeah, we just, we just finished filming Season 6. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Um, and, then, and then in the summertime, I have Shotgun Wedding coming out. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because like that one. Yeah, I really wish you just would have said yes to that one. <laughs> I had my project going on. I was. Happy. I mean, congrats on Made and everything. It's a wonderful <laughs> show, and um, I, I really hope that goes many seasons. No, um, it was just limited series, the one season. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Dang. Hey, it was it like did what, what a it, wonderful it, project, man. Yeah, it, it came out to do what it did, and then now they're just they're just enjoying the the nominations rolling. What a what a world that was, man. That was that was cool. Um, yeah. Well, I really wish you said yes. That way, yeah. we could just spend time with Dominican. It was a good time, man. And um, yeah. that that cast was. I don't know how how I managed to sneak in in there. Um. Jennifer Lopez, it was because you were the one that broke up um, J-Lo and A-Rod. Oh, wow. You were a special request. (laughs) I'm Alex Malari, not not Ben Affleck. Totally different. Um, There was, uh, yeah, Jennifer Lopez doing her rom-com again. Who does it better than than Jen at this point? You want to know what's funny, though, is we're at the movies the other day. And then a trailer came on and it was Jennifer Lopez and she was talking about marriage and then she ends up getting married to Owen Wilson. And I'm like, Owen Wilson, he wasn't on the cast for. (laughs) And then I realized I was like, oh, no, it's just she's getting married in two different movies now in 2022. (laughs) Yeah. 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 She's good at it, man. She's. She plays the part well, and mm-hmm. people are entertained. People love seeing it, so why not? Um, except this one, she's getting married to Josh Domel. Um, Tell me about like Coolidge filming oh in God, VR. She... Listen, man, um, I think I think there's going to be a lot of filming happening in the DR. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dominican Republic just they're passionate about getting their industry going nice. um i loved filming there the people were very professional they were efficient they were good they were great it's a beautiful uh beautiful country did you get to enjoy because um, you were there during covid i i got to enjoy the things that i was allowed to do so as far as going to the beach that was there and i don't know you just you see rainbow it's just waking up and going to sleep and everything is always pretty. So you can't really complain much. I, I was away from the family for 
longer than I would have liked to mm. uh, have been away from, but uh, that's okay. We, we fought through and FaceTime saved us. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I would, I would go back to the Dominican to film a hundred percent. And I think more projects are going to go down there and, and they deserve to get all the big projects. Cause it was, uh, yeah, it was a good time filming. It was, it was weird because we were, anytime we were on one side of the country, Simu uh, was over on the other side um, filming. I think he was doing the Mark Wahlberg project. Yeah. And then we were all transporting the teams through different things, but we all were all at uh, Pinewood, I think, over down there. Anyways, yeah. The Pinewood is Fun set time. up in DR? Beautiful, beautiful Pinewood set up in DR, man. The offices are right outside. You got palm trees and everything. It was the sound stages are top notch. Everything That's was crazy. clean. And even during COVID, man, it was, you felt safe still. Was Wasn't good. there another movie filming before you guys got there as well? Another big one. Probably. I'm not sure. Um, hmm. I'm not surprised. And, yeah. and they're going to continue to expand, man. It's, it's uh yeah no that's that's great place to film great place fine i'll say yes to the next one god yeah 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 you should have been there right but the uh yeah that one audition that you did that was good man Uh, man, that filipino leader yeah gang leader oh it's all good all good oh oh. so good so well done with that now um What's your take? God, you're good. In- <laughs> Xavier de Guzman needs to be hired more. He's, he's, he's a wonderful actor. My, my like, I guess, next ambition would be to get cast and then drive my truck onto the lot and then this be my trailer. Because then you get the parking, transport's there. Right. Um, I mean, it just really would depend on base camp. I I foresee a few issues, but but hey, you work it. You you don't let me tell you what you can and can't do. I'll, don't uh, let me crush you. You have a dream, you go get it. I'll park. I'll park <laughs> this at the studio, and then that'll be where it stays. And then I'll stay at the studio, and then because they'll have to pick me up anyways. Get driven to if we're on location somewhere. Boom, magic. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> there's no. There, there is no pandemic. You're good. You're good. Like, it's COVID friendly for sure. This is definitely COVID friendly because this is my spot. So it's like this is already nope. my bubble yep. in quarantine. You do it, man. You. <laughs> oh man. So, Alex, you entered the acting world as not a father and then you became a father has that yeah how has that affected your your yeses and the projects that you want to be a part of um before there was a level of uh i really don't care about money i just want to do this you know you have that young naivete way and then you got to step up as a father and pay the bills and that's reality of life, man. You know, we, uh, our careers are in our positions 
are glamorized and sensationalized to no end. And, right, and rightfully so. I mean, we see it and we get fed all these things, um, whether it be social media or mainstream media, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, we have bills to pay. We have families to feed. So, you know, I humbly say that I now do take projects sometimes because we got bills to pay. And I want to make sure that Alonzo is always good to go and happy and that we are thriving. Yeah. Um, and with, you know, the, the pay structure changing up because of streaming services, which I'm not planning about at all. Um, you know, you're no longer striving for certain things that you used to strive for um, before fatherhood. Um, or I shouldn't say you, I. Um, I now have these categories when I'm picking projects. Okay, cool. Like, this, will this be fun? Will this be too stressful? Will, is, is this just a check? Or is this a passion project? And so it's, and I'm honest about that in my head, man. I'm honest about that during the uh, audition process. I'm honest about it all. I, I let myself know and I let my team know and, and I go forth with that in mind. Like not to say I won't give my hundred percent, but you know the difference between a profit project and a passion project and it's, and it's okay. And that's, and that's fine. And that's just the humanity and reality of it all. It's not always glam and sensational. Sometimes you just got to pay a bill, man. Fair. No, that's fair. Yeah. As Lonzo, what's, what's his reaction when he, when he sees you on screen? Nah, nowadays this thing is, are you kidding me? <laughs> you did that? What? Um, but it's nice to have him see how things happen and, and, be able to um, observe to the specifics that he observes that he's, he's a very analytical, analytical child mm. um, and very observant. And he has a wonderful memory. And, and right now he says he wants to be an actor and everything. Cause does he? Like, he does. He does. And how does um, that make you feel? Uh, you know, I'm, it's it's a proud moment because it's just like, oh, you want to be like daddy, but at the same time, I'm like, shit, I uh, that's a lot of therapy that you're gonna have to go through as an adult. I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> uh, that's actually what uh, you're why you're working because those are the bills that right you, you're to saving pay for the therapy. Yeah, yeah, wow. prolong it as long as long as I can. Um, I want. I want him to love what he does. And if he falls into acting and, and whatnot, um, I'll be there. I'll be there to guide him through whatever he wants to do as long as he's happy. And as long as he's safe and, and mental, mentally and physically safe and stable, then he can go forth and, and, and do whatever he wants. Um, and that makes me happy. And his, as cliche as it is, it's, it's real. His happiness is, is my happiness and mm. seeing him joyful. It's just, it, you know, I mean, you met him and you, you, you got to see, spend a whole day with him. He loves you, by the way. Oh my goodness. Uh, Bill speaks about time. that. <laughs> he's just, yeah, he's that kid, man. And, uh, and so, yeah, whatever it is. And, and now back to your question, uh, fatherhood is just, you come down from the dream world. Mm. 
and you respect reality. You learn to respect reality very quickly. Um, and in doing so, I've been able to work more. I've been way more productive as a father. Hmm. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm, you're no longer dreaming. You're not, you're not in that world of like, Oh, I dream to be this. I say, like, no, I'm gonna go get that now. It's mine now. Hmm. Because if I got to put food on my table, I'm putting food on my table and I, I'll share what I can, but I'll put food on my, I got to, I have to put food on my table because I got to feed someone I owe now. You know what I mean? This is my life isn't mine no more. I, I owe you kid. I brought you here. So I'm going to do what I got to do to give you what I owe you for the rest of your life. Yeah. So that's fair. So now, now, cause for me, it was like, uh, you know, and I'm saying this vulnerably, like I, it was, it was just me. It was just me. So I didn't care if I didn't have a meal that day or, or if I had to, work part-time for whatever and just wonder you know how the hell i'm gonna pay a cell phone bill or <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> um it didn't matter especially back like, in the day like that was like hmm do i want to roam right now or do i just want right? to turn my dad off because my cell phone bill is going to be higher <laughs> yeah it was just that but now it's just like no 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 i got i have someone to feed and then um, self-proclaimed alpha male of just being like you know I I will make sure my family is good hmm. I will make sure I lead them into some sort of promised land of let's thrive now um, and that's that's been a blessing man becoming a father yeah and then and, and learning to respect reality hmm with that when was the last time you told lonzo to talk to your manager no i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be right back after this short message but in the meantime don't forget to connect with us on our instagram at play on 2013 and tell us what you think about the show Do you like mangoes? <laughs> of course you do. And if you don't, well, I'm sure there's a high chance you might know someone who does. Well, the Two Degrees Podcast is sponsored by Peeled Fruit. No, not just random fruit that's been peeled, but the children's book about a mother's love language of peeling mango for her baby. Available for delivery on bookbaby.com, bookshop.org, Barnes & Noble, Powell's, and Amazon, just to name a few of the retailers. It even ships worldwide. Check out at Peeled Fruit Book on Instagram for more information on how to get your copy of this heartwarming story. Peeled Fruit, illustrated by Rhoda Domingo. Now, back to the show. Because you're talking uh, about um, income and revenue and, and <clears throat> being able to pay the bills. Yeah. Have you... Because it's been a pattern in regards to artists in the industry, especially in acting, where it's like they've branched off into directing, into writing, into producing, executive producing. Have you started putting your foot into those avenues as well? 
No, no, no. I mean, I was an executive producer in Hello Again. Um, did I know what that entailed? Absolutely not. No. Um, do I know now what the hell that entails? I, I have a, a little bit of an idea. For 20 pages a day, I don't get to focus on learning and something, something new. I'm like, okay, cool. I, do I have a do I have a say in this? Can I say can I get my input now? And then they'll say, yeah, you're a producer. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I, I would like to say it this way if everyone's okay with that. Um, so what was that like then, where you had to? Because I'm assuming now this was the first time you're working with two different minds. You have your actor mind and you have your executive producer mind. How was yeah. that experience? Um, it was it was great. It was great. I got to practice the things I learned being on set um, on the Adam project and shotgun wedding and, and watching the giants work hmm. is so educational. And, and that has to be my favorite thing about working with the people I look up to. And, you know, it's, I used to think I'd be like, Oh my goodness. I'm, I look, you're John Bernthal, you're Ryan Reynolds, you're, Jennifer Lopez and then I get starstruck and whatnot but I get excited because I'm like trying to figure out oh, what am I going to learn from you what am I going to learn and I become this sponge and it's that is the most exciting part about going to work with with the giants it's what the hell am I going to learn today and I love it it is I never thought it would be that way you know what I mean I thought I'd I'd go there and then my young self um packed with ego would be like i'm gonna impress them um and um or and and come in with oh my god you are who you are and i'm gonna impress you but now it's like oh man i can't wait to see what i'm gonna learn from you mm. and uh so i got to take what i learned from working with the giants and and apply it and it makes the workflow so much easier for me anyways um because it's it's more collaborative. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, first off, respect the script. Script is quote end quote perfect as it is as it goes to set. Get what you need to get, um, and, and get it right if you can, actor. Um, <laughs> with the with your response, sole responsibility of the one role. Your only responsibility. Um, Say the word. You words. know what I mean. Get it right. <laughs> Um, and then if you have time play hmm. and then that part, I, l I really look forward to, of because you get to be way more involved in the collaboration in that part. And then, um, you know, having that little producer hat on, you get to say, you know, something that you really don't like. And they, they, there's a little more weight to it. Hmm. Um, and the more experience you have, you know, your, your input is valued a little more. And, and that's, that's with all due respect. Um, I say that respectfully. It's, it's not a, oh, yeah, no, no. Now that I'm this and I've done this, now you want to hear me out. No, it's, it's so, it's, you know, everyone has worked hard and have, has, has paid their dues. Yeah. And you've paid in level of dues now and so yeah you're going to be taken a little more seriously and that's just it's a respect thing it's uh it's an experience thing and and 
I really wish my younger self didn't have that sort of ego back then. I'm just like, oh, now you're going to respect me. Now you're just nuts. I, I think we had to have it at some point and get over it in order to get to a place where you are now. Yeah. 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 And I'm glad I got out of it quick. Um, but at the same time, it's just like, I, I know. Quick. Weren't you like, that I know for 10 some years. No, I'm joking. <laughs> that was stop a quick recording. 10 years. <laughs> you stop recording, right? Um, no, it's yeah. No, like I said, man. Yeah. Being a father really, mm. really humbles you, man. Um, but yeah, when you see the Giants be in collaborative mode, man, it's it's so cool to see. It's it's so 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 cool to see to be so disciplined to do your work to get get the basics done, always get the the foundation done, and then play. Mm. Um, and I saw the best of the best do it, and it's 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 really cool. With working with the Giants and with learning with the amount of incredible people that you have worked with over the years and it's a constant learning process what's the what's one lesson that's stuck with you throughout your entire career so far um it's 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 gonna be cliche um on the Adam Project, Mark Ruffalo and I. Um, Mark is. <laughs> we had a really. Yeah, that's, that's weird, isn't it? I just took that. It's <laughs> like, wait, why do you do that? No, I guess yeah, yeah. It is. Um, anyways, we had a. We had a long conversation. I had to just pick his brain, and good thing that they it was a long setup. We got a really like it was a really long setup between between shots um i remember i don't know if you still have this mindset maybe you do i don't know um but back then i used to think when like a good actor you can't see anything of that person in that mm -hmm. character any like anything like i wanted to be like okay no no one can tell that alex is in there at all um, and as cliche as it is, the lesson is you are the essence without you, Xavier, there is no life. You are, you are it. And then, you know, you, you build, um, you build around that, but that, that life needs to come from you, your spark, because there is no other Xavier. There is no other Alex. It's it's uh, it's cliche, but hold on to you, and that's that's something that I'm really working on and um, really embracing. I'm um, really not just embracing, but it's it's it requires the discipline to practice that and to hold that with integrity, and and to hold it gracefully too, without without friction. Do you know what I mean? Because sometimes people can be like, oh no, I'm me. I'm going to fight to be me. But that's not it. It's that's that's not the right approach. Um, and I, I, I'm still learning how to do that. So I can't say 
can't say out loud how to do yet because I'm still trying to figure it out for myself. Yeah, you have your way. Other people are going to have their own formula to do that for themselves. Yeah. 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 And then and another thing also came from Mark was uh, there's no right way to act or no right way to prep. There's no right way to do any of that. Um, and a good teacher or coach won't tell you how to do it. They'll show you the different tools. And then let you use your toolbox how you need to use your toolbox. Oh, that's just, yeah, like that's that's crucial. That was just so good. I mean, he he has a way of speaking more uh, intelligently and and poetically. So I, I know I'm butchering it. Um, oh man, it's it's translating really well. But uh, yeah, those are the lessons, man. And and so yeah, that's just what I'm embarking on now, and just holding on to me. Hmm. Um, and trying not to fall into the different fads and whatnot that come and go. The the way that I separate myself from my characters is none of my characters wear glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Are you serious? I'm serious. I love that. And I need, I need to wear glasses. Like when I'm on set, I can't see because I don't have my glasses, but then that's where contact comes in. I contacts make my eyes itch. So it's like, if you're, if you're five feet away from me, we can have a nice conversation and I can act and I can look at you. But then if it's like, I'm talking across a room or if I have an audience, like they're just all a blur. And that's to me acting. Cause like, I can't see you, but I'm, it looks like I can. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, no. I hear you. That's okay. Shoot. Get LASIK though, dude. Cause Seeing people makes a huge difference. <laughs> Seeing what you're acting opposite. Maybe of maybe that's like my my comfort. It's like I I enjoy not being able to see what's happening. <laughs> it's like turning off at, at the good. end of the day. Yeah yeah yeah. No man. Okay, we'll try it one day then. <laughs> Just try permanent laser eye surgery one day and see if it works I'll, out. For I'll you. do the one eye. I'll do the one eye. Just so it's oh, like. Shit. <laughs> I wonder what kind of headaches are gonna come from that. I wonder if that's like, if anybody's like went into LASIK and then like no, there's happened. no way, man. There's no doctor that would allow that. Just fucking no. But I mean, you can't you can't say that because like I've read signs where it's like LASIK special, one thousand dollars, and then in the fine print for one eye. So it's like, well, yeah, that's a marketing thing. That's that has nothing to do with like. But then, oh, what yeah, happens if I'm like, oh yeah, I can finally do this, and I walk in with my thousand dollars, and then they're like, oh, are you gonna pay for the other one? I'm like, I'm already here. Let's just <laughs> <laughs> let's do a layaway. In a few months, I'm gonna have money for the other one. Next time it's you guys have a special, I'm back. <laughs> but in the meantime, like, I'll just stick with. The- <laughs> Fuck. No, no, man. There's no way. God, I try it one day. I think that that would be a fun um, social experiment just to try that. See, see what they say. And then that's going to get bots where I'm like, all right, I'm going to try it for a day. I have my left eye scheduled for Monday and then my right eye scheduled for Tuesday. And then all of a sudden a COVID restriction happens where it's like I can't come back on Tuesday. (laughs) Oh, shit. Which is more realistic than being able to go in and say, I just want my one eye. Now. Don't you have to wear like eye patches after you get it done? Probably. But who so doesn't want to wear eye patches? If anyone <laughs> wants to wear eye patches, Xavier, if you get both you. eyes done, won't you have to? 
No, no, no. You wear they they give you like really dark shades, like real, real dark us. Oh, like Cyclops. No, no, he's he's anti-laser or something. <laughs> so I don't get that. Okay, Cyclops, he wears those glasses because if they're off, it's laser all the time. Yeah. So is he constantly lasering his own eye? It's going into the glass. So like the glass is filtering out the deadly laser. And it turns it into nothing. So they're filters. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense then. Okay. <laughs> okay. That was like that, that one scene where um, like Magneto took his glasses off and then he blew off the entire Statue of Liberty. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I've seen it. <laughs> I don't think I've seen it. <laughs> Are you for some for an actor? I've not seen a lot of movies and TV shows. Interesting. So, do you have any guilty pleasures currently? Um, what is a guilty pleasure of mine? Or what was uh, the last movie you saw opening night? Oh, um, Resident Evil. Um. Yeah, yeah. Rock. I just finished doing um, Code 8 Part 2 um, that now belongs to Netflix and uh, hey. was working with Stephen Amell and Robbie Amell and Robbie stars in Resident Evil. So he had a private screening. Um, that doesn't count. That's, that's an opening. But it's like it's situational that you saw it as opposed to Oh, I gotta see this first day. Okay, you know what? You're you're just on a high because you went to go spy. You went to see Spider Man on the first day. Listen, I didn't you? Day, I saw it the day before. So if we're gonna, you know, get all oh, wow. all important here, yeah, I saw it the day wow. before. <laughs> Did you really see the day before? Yeah, it came. Was out there like on... a special event for for apes? <laughs> I'm gonna stop recording now. Thanks for coming. <laughs> I'm no, but um, like it was, it was, it was I'm right there. This, Today's supposed to be a good this day. This theater decided to just have like a an advanced screening day. Is that legal? I mean, it was, I think you just outed someone. I'm pretty sure AMC can afford to be outed. You know did why you... AMC did it? Because their stocks went up during COVID. That's why. <laughs> You're for completely different <laughs> they, reasons. They just but... have money now and just decided to put it out well they're vaporizing a whole lot of things so. oh boy but uh no yeah i got talking about that one after. <laughs> oh, did you did you dabble in that by chance when like did the I amc dabble? stocks the amc did stocks? i dabble did you? buddy did i ever nice that's yeah. happy <laughs> oh man yeah it's a once in a lifetime play. How can you not dabble into it? Are you big in like stocks in that crypto world? <laughs> Ooh. We're going there. Um, uh -oh. yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. not so much stocks, uh, but definitely crypto. I'm, I'm the guy at the dinner who will be like, Hey, crypto, but I'm just on a high on it right now. That'll, that'll yeah. probably even level out eventually. So then, because I'm also very versed in this world, 
what is oh, really? exactly Dude, crypto? Me. <laughs> what exactly is crypto? <laughs> I'm still trying to figure this out. So it's like you got Bitcoin and Ethereum. That's like all I I know in regards to this this world is that. Oh, oh boy, there's so much more now. And then from crypto and Ethereum, you get NFTs. <laughs> Oh no. And this, oh, this no. is where my head's at in regards to this world. Uh, and I have another friend yeah. who like who buys NFTs. Like, is that a thing? Like you buy them and then you just sit on them? Yeah, you buy NFTs, yeah. And then like if you are, they... yeah, you could sit on them, you could trade them. It's like, like Pokemon cards? That's well, it's exactly that. like that yeah it's exactly like pokemon cards actually and, and i'm not, not even joking around like some are just more valuable than others um and people put value where they feel it's due interesting and then it's not none of it is real but all the games are real like yeah. you know what i mean like none of it the value of it is it's actually it's, doesn't really hold much value hmm. um but just like anything humans do you know if we decide to put value on it well and we collectively agree that that one thing is going to cost this much then we collectively agree and it becomes that so that's that's really all it is and i mean as far as computing and the actual specifics of it um like a bitcoin is proof of work meaning that people have to mine for it mining for bitcoin is it requires a lot of electricity and it's not a very green practice um whereas many other coins alternative coins with or altcoins for short are um typically proof of stake meaning stake as an s-t-a-k-e they know you're hungry ass you're gonna like what goes into vampire smart ass <laughs> what's that like what goes into vampires? You could have just said that. Oh wow! Yeah, like what goes into vampires? I see. I didn't even put that together. You see, you're such a movie. You're a movie guy. Um, uh, I don't, I don't know how that translated to you being a movie guy. Um, but yeah. Anyways, that's that's a greener way of doing it. And the coins are lighter, but the utility doesn't mean it's any less. They're actually, in my education, are have more utility and so are you more hands-on with this or you. do you have somebody doing it for you no no i'm 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 all in there wow i'm all in there i i enjoy it it's a lot of fun it's how, a lot of fun how so hands-on it can be a little be? scary I'm, I'm, uh de depends on what your purpose is you could be a day trader should you want to be a day trader or you can really study and learn about um your investment you know what i mean like for example they got um see, i don't even know if they're called alternate realities or virtual realities but you got like decentraland and sandbox decentraland uses mana sandbox uses sand um as far as the currency goes i'm invested into both but i do invest more to sand box because that team has more expertise um i like their team more i believe in them more um cardano was run by this man named charles hoskins who is 
a brilliant leader. And I like that they're building slow and they don't care about their current value yet. And because they have such a long game plan. And so that's a long-term investment for me. And I don't really play with that unless it's to paid and they they'll, they'll hedge. They'll, Oh, I got a little battery there. you there. Yeah. Xavier, where are you? There you are. Yeah. So, you know, if you, if you want to be an investor, you can be an investor, a long-term investor, you can be a, a day trader. You can do, you could do both. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's like, there was one time where I decided to listen to friends and this was like to invest in like the, the weed stocks back in the day. And the mm. thing that just completely turned me off of it was how not hands-on I was. Cause I just remember putting money because everybody's talking about it in the group. And then a week later, everybody's like, oh, man, it's doing well. It's doing well. So I'm like, all right, cool. It's doing well. A week later, everybody's like, it's going well, whatever. And then all of a sudden, just it got quiet. And then a month later, I'm like, so how's the stocks doing, guys? And then everybody's like, oh, you didn't sell? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> oh, and That's where my head's at in regards to this whole industry of investing in, like, stuff. And then I just, I just leave it to a financial planner now where it's just like, okay, you want to do my mutual funds? Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, those are fun and everything as far as like, uh, and they're stable, but I just can't just, I don't, I didn't put enough money and I haven't put enough money in hmm. to justify a three to 5% return. Cause it's, I, I can just not supersize my meal at McDonald's if I if I want to save that much money. Uh, don't see McDonald's. I'm still not. <laughs> I tried to. We came. We came south, and then we decided to have like a dollar menu day. And Ooh. yeah, oh. like yeah, while yeah, we're yeah. eating it, it was good. But then, like afterwards, we're so we're so turned off of it right now. <laughs> yeah, life is fucked after thirty, oh, man. It's weird. Yeah. After thirty, nothing is easy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, all the old timers are like, oh, these kids are bitching about 30. Oh, we're going to get in there, man. Old. We're getting there. No, no, we're, we're there, buddy. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, man, like with that, you want to at least keep up with the news. You want to keep up with the news. Um, there are two ways you can research or um, make your plays. One is subjective, where you research people and teams and you invest into people and teams and, and purpose what and whatnot, is for you? which is pardon me. And that's what sandbox is for you. That's what most of my investments are. I, I, I like to invest into people more than I do into numbers um, because I think you got to risk. If you're going to play numbers, you got to put way more time into educating yourself as far as technical analytics go um you got to understand the graph the charting um like nobody's business to be to be able to see the trends whether it's an upward trend or a downward trend you gotta you gotta understand about um hedging and 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 um shit see and i can't even tell you what the hell they know 
but I can tell you the hell out of a certain company where they're going, where they're, what they're projecting to do and whether or not they can possibly potentially get there. Mm. Um, I invested into this one coin um, or yeah, this one coin or currency called XRP uh, um, while they're being sued by the SEC. Um, and then there's a, there's a big lawsuit right now going on claiming that Ripple isn't a currency, but it's actually uh, like a company. I don't know what the right word is. Yeah, I'm not even all that educated on it. But I was like, no, nah, man, this sounds great. It's being utilized everywhere else in the world. Like Philippines uses it. Because our largest export in the Philippines are people. So there's a, I think there's an app or a company in the Philippines that uses XRP because the people that leave the country to send money home to the, their families, they get to keep more of it, hmm. um, which is a big part. Man, because uh, yeah. instead of going through Western Union where they keep like 20 or 30%, XRP allows your families to keep uh, more than 90%. One person, um, one tech giant sent, I think it was like over 300 million. I'm, I'm going to butcher the numbers here. You can look it up yourself, but it's, you know, the, the, the awe of it is real. Sent like 300 million and it only cost them like, uh, I don't know, like three bucks or something. Can you imagine? Like, and, and there's no middleman. I had man. the e-transfer like a hundred dollars, and I got hit with like a dollar fifty piece. <laughs> exactly, man. And that's that's problematic. That's wow. When we were talking large numbers, and for people who don't have much, that dollar fifty is an extra. That's an extra set of groceries so, in some countries, man. When so now that they're being sued, is that when you invested, or did you invest? And now that now they're being sued, so. I'm confused. No, no, they were um, being sued. Oh, sorry. You say, yeah, they were being sued. They were in the middle of this lawsuit, uh, just the beginnings of it. Um, I really, really believed in the team. I really, really believed in its purpose. And I saw its utilization everywhere else in the world. Um, but America, the SEC, is, was strictly suing within America. So Americans can't even buy it right now. But it's holding up its value because around the world, it's actually being utilized, man. In New Zealand, Australia, Philippines, um, it's it's green. It's as far as like it's it doesn't take much energy. It's very light. It's fast. I think that thirty million only took three seconds to send, um, and you get to keep most of it. Like that's that sounds like it's going to change the world. That's that sounds like a disturbance yeah. for an industry and and. Um, there are some, I think the UK, the Bank of UK is, is um, in the midst of adopting it so mm -hmm. that it can be utilized um, within their systems. Um, and this lawsuit, it's coming to an end and, and, and Ripple is looking like they're going to win. Nice. Damn. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm just going to message yeah, you. Yeah. We can talk about that off, off yeah. camera for sure, man. And yeah. I'd be more than happy to be there. Sounds good. Awesome. Dope. Yeah, man. Alex Malari Jr. Yeah, so that's it. Hello again, February 14th. Got uh, the Adam Project 2022 spring shotgun wedding, June of 2022. Ginny and Georgia, hopefully in the spring. And then uh, early 2023, got Code 8 Part 2, Netflix original. And, uh, that'll be fun. That was a fun project. So that's that.
And Alex Mario says, invest in XRP. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I am not a financial advisor. Don't listen to me. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Oh, man. Awesome. Um, Alex, yeah. seriously, thank you so much for coming through and for having a chat and for giving some gems. Oh, man. Oh, I can't I can't wait. Text to... you once we're off of this. <laughs> that sounds good, man. But everybody, thank y'all for tuning in. Alex Mari Jr., Two Degrees Podcast, brought to you by the Play On Foundation. Hope you all have a good day. Deuce. Thank you all for tuning in. Artwork by Monique Lizardo. Music by Kate Cole. If you enjoy the podcast, please like, subscribe, share, tag us. Whatever all the fun things people do when they like something. But most importantly, check out www.letsplayon.org for the Play On Foundation and lend your voice in bringing awareness to the neurological research for brain aneurysm detection and prevention. My name's Javi. See you next time on the Two Degrees Podcast. <laughs>